0: crampus
1: crampus you have to get that Gary Oldman into it crampus do not invoke Gary Oldman at me boy
0: <laughs>
1: would you like to see my crampus <laughs>
0: I wondered how long until you made that one. We <laughs> yeah, haven't even started the episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> made it longer than I thought you would. <laughs> I thought start of the call. Hey man, you ready for the Grabsi?
2: They're alive. Back to thrill and chill with you, starring Count Zakula and the Matman. Watch them face off against classic monster legends of old. Welcome to season four of Matt Makes Zach Watch Horror Movies. Are
0: are you ready, Matt? You good? (laughs) I'm I'm going. Hello, and welcome to (laughs) Matt Makes Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Zach.
0: I made him watch a horror movie. What did I make you watch this week, Zach? You made me watch something else. (laughs)
1: You made me watch (laughs) Krampus.
0: Yes, of course, 2015's Krampus, which is how I will be referring to to it exclusively from here on out.
1: Just like random German grandpa. I mean, grandma.
0: Exactly. Yes.
1: Krampus. I
0: tried. I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ending this, and you've been watching, man. Exactly <laughs> <before. laughs>
0: yes, we watched uh, Krampus, of course, uh, considered by some to be quite the holiday
1: classic. Zach, what did you think? Well, before sleeve will not. It's not working with me. As if you're a video listener watcher, I, I got extra festive for you, so you're welcome <laughs> on on this exclusively audio, mostly audio based program, where most of you listen on Apple Podcasts, anyways.
0: And I brought a Diet
1: Coke. So, who's <laughs> really more festive here? I mean, I'm in a Christmas sweater hat sitting as um, my Christmas tree. Come on, man, Polar Bear Coca-Cola
0: commercials. Is there anything more festive? I didn't think so.
1: <laughs> this uh this peppermint vodka's not kicking in fast quite fast enough. <laughs> um before we get into Krampus, a uh, big shout out to uh, our fan that has been trying to oh, get us yes. to watch Krampus for years now, Christina, shout out you. Probably one of, if not the number one <laughs> fan of Matt Makes Act Watch Horror Movies. Yes. Uh, her and her friend Danielle uh, come up to us at cons and quote things we forgot we said. Yes. So yes. shout out to you guys. Thank it's you. for the highlight
0: of the convention. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because... Uh, if if people didn't listen to us, we would have no idea because <laughs> we're just talking to a void. So we appreciate anybody who uh, thinks we're funny enough to quote.
0: Buckle up. Spoilers ahead, we're heading into the Cape Fear.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, have you noticed that I've avoided talking about this movie? I have. <laughs> <laughs> should i should i get into it or summarize it first why don't
0: why don't you summarize it first i'll let you keep on right, uh, we'll, procrastinating here we'll, and we'll, we'll up. <laughs> Man. okay
1: three two one go so we start off in a christmas movie of the ages but It's already a horror movie because we've got Tony Collette playing the same mom as she does in every other movie, which is my mom. So thanks for the PTSD, Tony. Come on. This family is way
0: more messed up than the family in
1: Hereditary. (laughs) There's still people catching on (laughs) fire, and her screaming at people. um but anyways Adam Scott is the husband this time which is weird cuz it's Adam Scott um and uh there's this generics christmas movie family uh coming home for the holidays best opening of a movie i've seen in a long time of just chaos black yeah. friday chaos loved that and you you can sell me on some christmas classic music um so i was on board Uh and then the the shitty family comes in who are uh a year away from being stoked about the president. Um (laughs) because this is twenty fifteen, so in one year's time this family will be stoked. Um So so it's a it's a clash of the families, at Christmas time. For whatever reason, Am Scott's mom is German and exclusively speak, speaks German because you know we we need that for Krampus. Um, but uh, Christmas comes along and they're not happy. But there's one little boy who loves Christmas who will fight for it, and I'm that little boy. Um, so <laughs> so I will never let Krampus come because you invite Krampus over when you lose all of your Christmas hope which I will never lose so Krampus will never visit me um but uh he he uh rips up his little Santa Claus wish and a blizzard comes through and uh everybody's not around mysteriously you know not because of the budget and only using one house and uh, one family of actors or anything, but (laughs) uh, the older daughter goes out looking for her boyfriend and a really cool Krampus is stalking her from uh, house to house. Um, And then the movie kind of, I don't know what happens. Uh, People get picked off. Uh, There's some gingerbread, uh that they, they all die and then the movie says fuck you, it was a dream or was it and then it's the end. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the summary I think. <laughs> solid, solid summary.
0: So Zach, I'm lost. I what did you think of this film? What
1: are your feelings about it? I couldn't tell at all. This was the most two and a half out of five star movie I've ever seen in my life. It's a movie that is totally fine. It didn't. (laughs) I was all about it in the beginning. But then it couldn't pick what it wanted to be. Because Uh, that first, like, the daughter getting stalked by Krampus, sick. I was all for it. But then the gingerbread were like funny little hee hee ha ha guys. And but Krampus was really scary. And Adam Scott and the I forget the actor's name, his brother or Uh, David Keckner. Yeah. They're like, there's too many comedy, like comedy actors in it to take it seriously. But then the comedy in it was, it did, it should have picked are you going to be a funny movie? or a scary movie because it wanted to be both and it couldn't pick a lane. And that frustrated the hell out of me. What it wanted to be was evil dead too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like it did, it had both without being a mix. If you get what I mean, like it, that's why the ending pissed me off so bad because it didn't earn that type of like, it was a dream or was it sort of ending that ending would have been so cool if they went with the, like, this is a scary movie because Krampus yeah. was terrifying and the design work on this movie was incredible. and Phenomenal. They... <laughs> like, it's the yeah. best thing
0: about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they wasted it by throwing in, like, I didn't laugh once throughout this movie, but there was a lot of comedy in it, and I don't understand why they did that. Yeah. <laughs> I... <sighs> the potential of this movie is the yeah. most frustrating thing because it could have been a 10 out of 10. So oh, yeah,
0: 100% with just, I don't know if it's time or what, because like I, part of me would say budget, but like clearly from the designs and stuff, they knew how to make that budget work for them. So it, it just has to be, maybe there was, it, it strikes me as the type of movie that probably got green lit in January, started shooting in March and was released by November you know what yeah. i mean like that's that's just so fast yeah like you know trick-or-treat Doherty's
1: first movie which, which i apparently I think we both love which apparently but, was the same guy i did i know nothing about this movie yes. before watching it so yeah
0: <laughs> it's from the trick-or-treat guy um but that movie is a movie he had like literally been like writing in secret and stuff for like years like, The thing that got him into Hollywood was a Sam cartoon short that he made, hmm. you know. So that movie is like really well thought out. Like, the best thing about that movie might be the screenplay, yeah. And whereas that movie, this movie, I'm like, oh, you wrote this in like a week and a half, but <laughs> like, and like, Trick or Treat
1: knows what it is and what it wants yeah. to be, yeah. Like, there was humor in Trick or Treat, but it was a really gory scary movie at the same time it was like adult goosebumps is the best thing I've like heard it yes. referred to as and like when we finish this movie like the the second the first thing I said to you was like you know my goal as a filmmaker one day is to make the trick-or-treat of christmas movies (laughs) a movie that happens to be a really good halloween movie and a really good horror movie i want to make a movie that's a really good christmas movie and a really good horror movie
0: yeah
1: because this didn't want to be either of those no it just feels you
0: know what it is is like you can just feel where it's pulling all of its influences from so much yeah that it never quite feels like its own movie for me
1: yeah um yeah, because especially after watching um, Violent Night, which came out this year, it was a, not a horror movie in any way, but it was really, it was like Christmas time, and it was gory, and that had more gory, like horrific things than this movie did.
0: I think this one might be PG-13. that That's another issue. Um, it leads to like, huh? It was Trick or Treat rated R? Yeah, and I think Trick or Treat went like straight to video, Mm -hmm. so it also had that going for it, where it's like, we don't care what you do; it's not in the theater.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this movie does not work as a PG thirteen at all.
0: No, no. I I need to see like blood spray when that girl gets dragged through the snow. Like how much? How much? Even like that sequence rules with Krampus. It's so well executed. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: How much better is it? if you think that everybody's getting torn to shreds, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also just use more Krambus Cause like that sequence was so cool. And then for the rest of the movie to be like, I hated those gingerbreads so much. Like, yeah, I'm I, not a fan of the gingerbread. Menu. I, I want it. And then like the dog eating one and pl- playing like generic dog movie sound effects while I was eating it <laughs> was, it just takes me out of it. Like, yeah. I guess the jack-in-the-box thing was kind of cool, but I felt like everything other than the jack-in-the-box thing was so half-baked and like, I oh, don't know, it's a toy. That's cool. I don't know, I like the uh, actual. I mean, even that was just kind of like, you know, a scary little doll thing, so let's like slap a bunch of bullshit on it and <laughs> use it for two seconds. Like the Jack in the Box was introduced in the beginning and then evolved throughout it, which was cool.
0: But I I like the angel because it has thematic relevance because they talk about how when they were kids, they used to fight over the angel all the time. So like they're being torn apart and then the two sisters come together and fight this angel.
1: See, I didn't pick up on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not very well done. Yeah, it's uh, not, excuse. See, it, I've seen it's this movie ideas. three times
1: now, and I just caught it this time. So. It's ideas like that that the potential of this movie is so incredible. Yes. that's the that's the thing that makes me so mad is this movie could have been such a banger. And yeah, this movie could have been
0: the trick or treat. You know, yeah. like it's just it's just time you've you've yeah. got to be able to take the time with it and i think this is also his first like studio film mm-hmm. you know like i want to say trick-or-treat was probably like independently financed and sold to a studio and that's mm-hmm. why i wound up in like such like weird places and getting released late and going straight to video but which ultimately helped it but this is like no 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 we're gonna put movie stars in it as the main characters And we're going to try to sell it at Christmas. You've got to deliver us a product that we can sell at Christmas. You know.
1: That's tough. Yeah. Because I mean like. I would much rather rewatch this than Hellraiser 2022 or Halloween Ends. Right. So I didn't hate the movie. It just was so frustrating. Watching it. Not pick what kind of movie it wanted to be. The entire time. When it, it could have been a really good like comedy horror or it could have been a really good scary horror movie and it just totally didn't to it didn't make a balance between either of them i i think the successful more successful because this
0: movie isn't a failure there are places yeah. that it does very well but the more successful version of this movie for me is probably everybody just plays it totally straight you know yeah. no funny one liners but like there is still humor in like when they shoot the angel and it lands in the wreath and it looks like something you you know you would see up at like your your neighbor with bad taste house yeah you know <laughs> like that is funny but not a joke with a punchline exactly and i th- I think yeah. like that's what makes trick-or-treat work is like nobody in trick-or-treat is like telling jokes yeah but it's still funny yeah and in this there everything and martha says is a line that like i swear to god was in the trailer
1: yeah like, i mean, everything most of the characters said when it was time to fight all the toys was just like i've seen this in every movie trailer i've ever seen yeah which sucks yeah. because then the sequences and like the like the way they're like
0: staged and executed and the designs of the monsters for me is so successful but yeah. it is undercut every time they start talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah because like i often say when everyone at cons asks me like what's my favorite ones and i always say like i don't like the horror movies that take themselves too seriously but that doesn't mean i dislike serious horror movies like if this if this one took itself seriously it would fucking rip because yeah. that that Krampus sequence in the beginning was cool like if you're going to be a horror movie that takes yourself seriously at least be cool while you're doing it right Cause like that's the difference between like Halloween twenty eighteen where it takes itself seriously and like that sequence that one shot with Michael freaking rips versus yeah. Rob Zombie's Halloween that is just cringy. Like right. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween is what I mean by movies that take themselves seriously, and yes. Halloween twenty eighteen is like a good serious hor- a horror movie for me.
0: Yeah. You know, he just, even hereditary has a joke in it, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, speaking of hereditary, is Tony Collette just this good at everything? Like, I, <laughs> okay. I don't know, I don't she's, know not a per- she's, she's never a person that leaps to my mind, of like, oh. One of my favorite actresses is Toni Collette. But then when I see her in something, I'm like, God
1: damn it. She's good. (laughs) Well, like Knives (laughs) Out was the only thing I've ever seen her in that doesn't give me trauma. (laughs) Because she's always playing the same mom. That's just my mom. And (laughs) just gives me flashbacks. So yeah, oh, so she's So we can't incredible. watch the Sixth
0: Sense then, okay. Didn't know she was in that. <laughs> she's the mom. <laughs> Damn it.
1: She's but very good at it. <laughs> I, well, I freaking loved her in Knives Out because she was just yeah. such a anti-type cat. Like, it was the complete opposite role of what she's typecast as and she freaking killed it
0: yeah no I, she's always good uh i also think the big standout for me is adam scott in this movie i think him and tony collette are kind of the only ones who understand the line the movie is trying to walk
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like actually make it across that tightrope you know because like yeah. i love david Keckner, and this is the character it's very well honed on his part as the actor but the writing for that character is so on the nose that it just undermines everything he's doing that's so great about his performance <laughs> like
1: <laughs> yeah the, every I feel like he gets cast in things where they saw him on the office and is like oh that's who you are. Well I mean that's been his character forever. Like I remember yeah. him doing that
0: like this character on like the daily show and like naked, naked trucker and T-bone like yeah this he he's like colbert i mean that's why he's on the office
1: they're old buddies at playing like oh we'll go in and play like the conservatives you know yeah but i adam scott's a weird one for me because he's always the straight man but always in comedies so i expect every character to be around him to be like ridiculous always <laughs> so when he's like surrounded by these characters that like aren't like overtly ridiculous, yeah. I, like I, I can't watch something with Adam Scott and take it seriously. Like I get that. I just associate him too much with comedies. Like <laughs> yeah, what was the what was the one where um, uh, his like he starts dating a lady and her s- child is uh, oh, uh, Little Evil. Yeah, li- I loved Little Evil. Like that. Oh. That was really good. <laughs> Um, because that was the Tucker and Dale guys, right? Yeah, yeah. So like stuff like that, I see Adam Scott in, and like if this movie took itself seriously, I also just can't see him with Tony Collette because she's like such a like even in comedies she's like very she's serious. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like seeing that Adam Scott was and like, Adam like, Scott is the opposite of intense. Like <laughs> Yeah, like like all the scenes with them of being like. Uh, we need to rekindle our love and whatever. I was like, I don't see it at
0: all. (laughs) Oh, see, I fully like bought it. Like they're just such good actors that I was like, yeah, you two,
1: you two go be in love. (laughs) I'm just a sucker for it. But (laughs) Adam Scott just like always like seems way younger than he is. That is true. I think
0: everybody forgets like. Adam Scott was, like, in his mid-20s when he
1: was on Boy Meets World. Like, he is not that young right now. (laughs) But he's, like, always looked. (laughs) It's people that have always looked 30 that, like, always look younger when they're older because they 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 haven't like evolved or changed throughout time
0: that's what i'm going for man. i've looked looked exactly like this since i was like 19 yeah exactly (laughs) people are like you've aged so well and i'm like i'm only 33 i never (laughs) aged i was just always like this (laughs) yeah
1: i just came out with a beard i don't know what to tell you (laughs) but yeah so it was weird like like the dad in hereditary i'm like Yeah, that's Tony Collette's husband. Like, that that makes sense. (laughs) But, yeah. And, like, I feel like this movie feels so 2000s because there's a lot of, like, is that offensive? Like, the the two cousin daughters of, like, constantly, like...
0: Which is weird because, like, the movie is, like, kind of homophobic and transphobic. But, like... Mike
1: Doherty's gay, so like, why is he making these jokes? Yeah, like all those jokes <laughs> felt so like 2005, but this was 2015. Right. And this came right. out like it's. That, I think that's the weird thing about horror movies. It seems like that they, they kind of get stuck in time sometimes, where they don't exactly keep up sometimes. I think it's
0: a tough thing of especially like the the way that horror has historically treated like women and, and other minorities like you know they just are behind on it because the audience that they think they need to appeal to it isn't the entire audience you know like and if you're trying to like push lines yeah we're gonna make the offensive joke because we're in this gory offensive movie and it's like yeah but there's there's a difference between those two things you know like i don't know
1: but which is so funny (laughs) because like look at our episode last week with mr he like we talked about how like horror is one of the most inclusive communities in the world so like why are all these horror movies trying to appeal to that sort of audience because <laughs> when I it's think, like that's not their like main yeah audience. i i
0: think i i feel like horror in like the last like three or four years has gotten a lot better about s- stuff hmm. uh, let's say stuff you know um but like it's shitty that to see representation you have to like you know, be like, well, I guess the representation in Sleepaway Camp is better than no representation. <laughs> you
1: know, like, that, that's, how, that's how I felt when Mr. He was talking about uh, Hellers of 2022 being such good representation. I was like, just because it's there? Because, <laughs> because, like, we talked about, like, we didn't like that movie a whole lot. Yeah. Like, it yeah. seems like the bar is so low which it's sh- it shouldn't I mean, be but but it is like you yeah. know
0: like it's the shitty thing about like studio run art uh yeah you know movies and television are actually just things made to sell products and ads not to be artistically you know sorry <sighs> christmas gets me down <laughs> is coming. <laughs> we're about to go off on a tangent we're going to get into AI art I don't even know what's Uh, happening (laughs) real life is a horror movie right now that's what
1: yeah isn't it always though we name this Matt makes Zach live life
0: but Krampus uh, but there is stuff I like about this movie you know i feel like we're coming down a little hard on it it's real. it's a fun movie when it works you know yeah like the first the first time i watched this this is like the third time i've seen it now the first time i watched it was like a year ago near christmas drinking with a couple of my friends and i had a blast yeah and then i watched it like later on with somebody like oh you gotta see Krampus, it's such a good christmas movie
1: and i was like oh yeah <laughs> I should have brought more beer.
0: Uh. <laughs>
1: yeah, because I was so on board for like the first third of it because like I'm a sucker for generic Christmas movies. Like I watch Home Alone every single Christmas. Right. In that part, that in the beginning, that worked for me. And then when it turned horror and Krampus was jumping from rooftop to rooftop being spooky as hell, I was on board. And then it falls apart after that. So it was like what happened like i was so on board i think
0: like when it works to compare it again to evil dead 2 when it goes full raimi and we're getting like low angle shots of people loading shotguns like yeah and like you know dolly zooms into monster mouths and stuff i'm like oh this movie is like heightening to the point that it needs to but there is yeah there's a whole middle section where like it can't decide if it is making fun of these people or if it cares about them as characters. Yeah. And so I, think, I don't know what to do
1: with them either. I think big budgets, big budget feature space realm, whatever you want to call it is just does not work with like Rami or Rodriguez. Cause like both of them, I like their stuff when like evil dead and Robert Rodriguez some of his stuff but when it's like Book of Boba Fett and Doctor Strange I did not like them in those big budget spaces because it, it just doesn't work for me but it
0: can work that's the frustrating thing I mean yeah. like Dark Man rips Spider-Man 2 is still in like my top five movies of all time
1: yeah I feel you know. like like Spider-Man 2 Raimi wasn't trying to be Raimi or like he a was just studio... trying to make a movie that genuinely meant something to him. yeah a studio yeah. what didn't go to him and be like give us Raimi like, right, I, like which... I felt like Multiverse of Madness did
0: yeah they said give us the full Raimi and so he just hit all the points kind of joylessly
1: yeah and Taika Waititi we're starting to see that with him with like yeah. Thor 11 Thunder it seems so l- far less genuine than Jojo Rabbit and Thor Ragnarok it, yeah, those it, are clearly
0: very personal films to him, and yeah. from what I've heard about the most recent Thor, it's just kind of like a fun movie Yeah, that, like, nobody really cared about, you know? Like. Yeah, it seems like a,
1: a watered-down version of a unique voice. Yeah. Which sucks. Which I guess which that's is, what Krampus kind of was, of. Yeah. like, compared to Trick or Tree, like, it was just a watered-down version of a unique voice.
0: But I get that there are places that you like that's the tough thing about working in a studio system is there are things that they're going they're going to want to to, to sand the edges off of people you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean even i just said spider-man 2 is in my top five films of all time but it is watered down me in a lot of ways you yeah. know what i mean like And I think this is watered down, Doherty, which is a bummer. I mean, I I know that now. There's talk of Trick or Treat too, so hmm. I'm really excited about that. I hope he gets to do that. You know, he made a hit Godzilla movie. He made the second Godzilla movie. It was totally good. Which uh, one pretty is that fun. one? The the one where Eleven can talk to Godzilla. Uh, uh, they, <laughs> not Godzilla they, versus no. Kong. The one right before that.
1: They've come out with so many Godzilla movies and King Kong movies. I don't know what's it's.
0: Because I haven't four? seen, well, I <laughs> haven't seen any of them.
1: So I'm like, this is must. This must be how people who don't watch MCU movies feel about them. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I don't know well, what timelines, what, now, what movies part of what. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say now they're 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 doing uh, a two. Over mm-hmm. in Japan, picking up from the last Japanese Godzilla movie as a sequel yeah. to that one, which has no ties to the American franchises and it also has no ties to the old Toei system. Uh, call Mark, he'll explain this way better than I will. Oh, yeah, we need to call Mark. <laughs> a residential
1: kaiju expert. Yes, um, but how do we even get there? <laughs> oh, he made that, yeah, yes. on, um. I was going to say something about that, but i yeah, like, Yeah, I, I dude, would what? like to
0: see the version of this movie that probably cost like $2 million less. Yeah. But he got to do like, he didn't have to compromise on the script and put in like witty one liners. Yeah. You know where it's like, yeah, like now the puppet's eyes don't move, but no stupid one liners from the
1: ant or yeah, something. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it just works better. Sometimes, a low budget is a blessing because it makes you be more creative, because uh, you don't just have every asset at your fingertips, and you have yeah. to think of cool ways to do stuff. Um, but it, what something that is positive and successful about this movie was the designs for everything. Do yes. you? Have it? Oh my God. Do you know behind the scenes stuff about that, who did those, that sort uh, of stuff? I, I, I do not. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. You had one job. That's your, that's your job on this podcast. I've had a lot going on this week, Zach. I'm a little
0: slack here. <laughs> Matt, out of the power of
1: editing, you can Google it real quick and pretend like you do the whole time. <laughs> I don't like being dishonest. <laughs> it's not dishonest; it's uh, crafting a story. <laughs> On that note, of like the designs, like that, there is that through line from Trick or Treat to this. Like Sam is one, of the, like if not the most iconic horror designs, and I think Krampus carries that as well. Like Krampus looks so freaking cool, and I feel like when we go to like season screaming and stuff. That design is what people think of Krampus. Oh yeah,
0: one hundred percent. That. Uh, I mean, you know that. Did you catch that Krampus's face doesn't move? Uh huh. Um, I guess that's because it's supposed to be that Krampus. That's not his face. That's just a face that he wears to look more like Santa. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Or at least I, maybe that's just a fan theory or something, but I think it's mm. like confirmed, but um, I can't find the name of the design team.
1: Uh, well, the designs are cool and I'm sure they worked on trick or treat as well yes. because trick or treat also had good designs.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, the designs of this movie are incredible. I, we, we happened to sell a sticker at our booth of one of them. So we do. Yes. I made one of the, uh, <laughs> the Jack in the box
1: you did
0: zach have you looked at the things we sell
1: <laughs> i mean yeah but it's probably i mean i just now watched this movie so i probably didn't know what the fuck it yeah all right no, yeah i assumed you
0: know you're fine uh, but we do i mean that that jack-in-the-box is so genuinely upsetting to me yeah my favorite shot in the entire movie is when they hear the elves coming and it just rolls over on its back like a cat and claps its little hands. It's so scary <laughs> that it's so excited. There's so much character in that damn thing. I love every yeah. second that it's on screen. It that's, haunts my
1: dreams in the best ways possible. <laughs> that's the why I hated all the other Toys, because that one was just so good, everything else paled in comparison, yeah, I mean, like that's Francis, always the jack in the box, even the ls were just so solid that everything that wasn't a hundred percent just ignores, yeah.
0: like like the robot toy, where yeah. it's just a robot toy, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, ah, watch out sometimes toys are a little sharp,
1: <laughs> and the i hate i hate those gingerbreads so much
0: yeah the the gingerbread men are bad it's a misunderstanding of what makes Raimi work you know uh you you know the the hand is funny and scary because it's a hand these are just cartoon characters
1: yeah (laughs) like i literally went not the gumdrop button
0: yeah no they're, they're horrible i hate them um You'll
1: notice I don't sell any stickers of them. <laughs> don't ask us to draw any of those fucking gingerbread cookies. I hope we'll that be- all we get from now on is requests for the gingerbread. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get a stern look at from us while we go down and draw we <laughs> will keep looking up at you like... Mm-hmm. I'll give you a stern
0: but... But respectful high five. <laughs> no, you don't get a high five if you respect.
1: If you, but we'll know people.
0: they're a listener. So I mean, that's
1: fair. I mean, the two people we shouted out in the beginning will probably yes <laughs> hear yes. this and just be like, "Well, <laughs> I'm since you we brought us gingerbread up. men, please." <laughs> uh. I mean, Midsummer Scream is far enough away. Hopefully they forget yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. <laughs> we will definitely forget about it. Cool, yes. it up, I will forget about it the second yeah. we hang up with this call. Hey? <laughs> yeah. Someone will come up just be like, can you draw the gingerbread? And we're like, what? What are you talking about? What <laughs> gingerbread? <laughs> From Shrek? I mean sure I can draw you gingy but why (laughs) why not you know what yeah ask me to draw the gingerbread so I can draw gingy Like killing all of these stupid ass gingerbread, (laughs) it's like the most elaborate thing. It takes like (laughs) nine of the sketch cards. It's It's our new banner, (laughs) just Gigi standing on a pile of crumbs with a like candy game. Shouldn't have
0: touched my cup drop buttons.
1: You gumdrop, bitch! Get gum dropped, you bitch! <laughs> we're just turning into George Lucas.
0: <laughs> oh, get gum dropped, you bitch! I swear to God, I'll fucking get you, <laughs> if George you Lucas.
1: Release the holiday Christmas special. <laughs> now, it's, it's, now we're just turning to George Lucas playing with gingerbread men and then eating them like, <laughs> but eating it like a muppet. <laughs> I think
0: our George Lucas only exists as a Muppet at this point. We need, it. We need to figure out how
1: to make Muppets and make a George no, We're
0: going to get one, man. I'm excited. I will commission
1: a puppet maker to make a George Lucas puppet. That would be my pride and joy. Alright, well, Zach, do you have any closing thoughts on Krampus? Uh, I mean, I feel bad for shitting on it, but like, it's just, it's so, dis- like, I feel more passion about something that could have been so good and had glimpses of it throughout the movie than something that was just shit all the way through. Because This was not shit all the way through, by far. Uh, it, like, just the imagery of Krampus standing on that blizzardy rooftop was so cool. And so much of this movie could have worked and. I'm glad I've seen it. I think this is going to be one of those movies where, like, kind of like Pooka to where, like, I didn't like the thing itself, but I love freaking Pooka now. Like, if I see a Puka sticker, that'll be sick. I will get that Puka yeah. sticker. I feel that way about Krampus. Um, so I'm not upset that I watched it. it this movie was a hardcore two-and-a-half stars. Yeah. And that's a good and a bad thing. So...
0: I think that's the perfect way to to describe this movie it's a total it's a total c plus like mm-hmm. exactly average <laughs> like yeah. it, it is almost fifty percent good and fifty percent bad
1: <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, right down the middle but yeah. uh yeah, thank you to uh Christina for trying to get us to watch yes. this movie for far too long now and I hope you are happy that we finally watched it, even though we should on. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) I I wanted to like it a lot. I'm sorry. I can't lie to you guys. I'm telling you. Put it on at a party with a
0: couple of beers and a couple of friends. It's a good time.
1: (laughs) I should have started drinking this peppermint vodka before we watched it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Any closing thoughts from you?
0: I know. I think you summed it up perfectly. It's a two and a half star film. There's nothing wrong with that, to be clear. You is know?
1: there any other Krampus stuff? Because I saw Krampus 2. Um, I mean, there
0: are, when this wound up being kind of a hit, there was just a ton of Krampus movies because Krampus is like mm-hmm. a public domain character like Santa. Mm-hmm. So, uh, There are a number of very good Christmas horror films, though. So,
1: Well, we need to watch them. I think we do. Well, on that note, Find out what we're watching next week, I guess. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't know. <laughs> uh, where can people find you, Matt?
0: Well, you can find me as always at everything from Instagram to OnlyFans as I draw paintings. And where can everybody find you, Zach?
1: Find me cozy, cozy on up next to my Christmas tree right here. <laughs> um, Not getting hunted by that creme pussy. So. Keep that holiday cheer alive, folks. As the
2: Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at mattmakezak.com on Twitter and Instagram at macmakezak.com. Or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. (laughs) Mwahahahaha!